Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did I? Refresh my memory. The, uh, you, uh, Facebook. The, yeah, you, uh, put, you put something, but I don't remember what it was. Like, refresh my memory. What was it again? Well, basically, you know, if everybody has to stay home, it's up, there's obviously going to be running books, so everybody should oh, buy as many books. Yes, yes, yes. And I shared that on my own Facebook page. Uh, I'm and, pretty sure every author did. <laughs> and, and if everyone has to stay home, they might as well be listening to podcasts. I mean, come on now. Dude, we want them to survive, not commit Harry Curry. Oh, God. You're funny. <laughs> not. I'm from Chicago, so when I hear that, I immediately think of Harry Curry. <laughs> Which is what they were named after, I think. Probably? I don't know. No, but it works. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this coronavirus, we're going to talk about this because. Oh my god. What? No, it's. Are you what? surrounded by toilet paper and hand sanitizer? All right. Do you have the, toilet, the coronavirus? This is the second time you mentioned it. No, 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 no. No. Um, I, I went running this afternoon and oh. because I can't ignore a 71 degree day. <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, just my lungs are reacting to not, you know, running for the first time in yeah. a couple of months. So That's just called being out of shape. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Just all a right, little right. bit of that's all. All right, let's get started here. Sure. Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what? I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally imagine that. I'm Don't sure somebody's written that one too. Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. What? <laughs> <laughs> ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. I can totally. See? I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw sacrifice that my, my progeny to you of a mighty Marvel beast. <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm? it's my time. Uh, <laughs> how do you measure success? Hey everyone, you're listening to Superhero Speak, and I'm your host Dave. And I'm a horse. <laughs> and I'm John. <laughs> and I'm hot. No, wait, never mind. I'm JD. <laughs> oh, there was a, nice. There was about a, about to be a really bad joke there. Yes, there was, but I pulled it back. Um, I did it again. Did you see? Did it again. Yeah, I, I know. I know exactly. <laughs> so how was your week, JD? Uh, yeah, kind of uneventful actually. 
It was nice. Oh, that's always good. Yeah. Uh, How was yeah. yours? See, you're, that's right. Seasons, the season's over. I guess you don't have mm-hmm. any books coming out this week. No, I, I finished a uh, rewrite on one, and I started another one, a rewrite today on another. But uh, I'm not ready to talk about those quite yet. Okay. Uh, I went to watch my college wrestling team compete yes the last two days. We had a, a rest of college wrestling team reunion on Saturday. That was fun. But that's that's it. Nothing important. How'd they do? They took third. The best they've done in probably like seven or eight years. So pretty happy about cool. that. Cool. I, I actually I actually had a very busy weekend. Uh, I um let me get my I I actually went to um. My mother-in-law's yesterday, and it was one of those things. So you lose an hour of sleep, right? Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. And then my brother-in-law came to pick us all up, and he's like, I'll come get you guys at 8 o'clock. And uh, oh. he, didn't, he didn't actually get here till 8.30, but that still was pretty bad. And then, um, you know, my mother-in-law's, you know, pretty out of it anymore, and so she was sleeping most of the time we were there. So, um Something that happened not too long ago, they got dinged by the township because their steps weren't regulation, even though the house is, you know, 40, 50 years old. The steps have been there ever since, but, uh, someone, someone tried to report them. So he's building a deck on the front of the house with a ramp because she needs to use a wheelchair now anyway. So I ended up helping him finish that up and then, uh, and then we went out to dinner. So I didn't get home till like nine. So, uh, and then got up early and went to the gym. I'm an idiot. Good for you. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to actually share with the audience is uh, I'm not – it's not going to be for a few weeks my episode, but I am guest on a podcast called Love and Grief, and uh, it's a podcast about people who've lost loved ones, and uh, they tell st- their stories and then how they're dealing with the grief and moving forward. And uh, and actually, I, I've listened to a few of the episodes, and it's very therapeutic. And I, and I really like the show, so. But my episode, I believe, is the going to be the first week in April. It's going to go up, so keep an ear out for that, people, and I'll let you know when it actually gets put up. So, what are you up to, John? Besides coughing and spreading germs everywhere and typing, well, I, <clears throat> you know, at some point I'm going to fix that. But um, probably in the year 2025. But I um no I I had to run today and <clears throat> just my lungs are reacting to the fact that hey you know what we get used like this hey let's just cough up everything um no my week was um my week was really cool actually. I had fun last weekend I spent it in Gettysburg yeah I, he- I found my I found my name on one of the plaques apparently I'm a time traveler so I'm trying to find where I put the Apple stock that I invested in when I went you know went back so that I can collect my millions of dollars now. Compounded interest. Not the not the day to ask for that interest, man. Not the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, well, right? Well, no. Well, well, here's here's a question. Like, you know, did you also realize that you have a very common name? Your name is about as Irish as Irish gets. Like, it's yeah, exactly. Like, it's like potatoes and whiskey, <laughs> which is also on the plaque, I assume. Well, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> died of whiskey, you know, <laughs> whiskey overdose, right? Um, no, I, I, yeah, I, I know, it's just, but you don't really expect it. No, that's and, true. And we were going around, we're, we're looking, we were looking for a name for um, my friend's, uh, one of my friend's ancestors. And, and then, you know, she said, oh my God, look, and I look over and there's my name and, oh, all right, cool. Uh-huh. <sighs> I knew it was old, but uh, not 
you ever do you ever search yourself on Facebook and see how many people have the same name as you? No, but I Google my name all the time. <laughs> yeah, what do you find? I got a lot of shit. Yeah. Google Google me. I'm all over the place. <laughs> well, I I know that there's like there's another there's another O'Grady um near where I live. Another John O'Grady. There's another John O'Grady in where I work because sometimes I get his email. <laughs> and uh you know, so yeah, I know it's not that uncommon. But it's still neat to see it like on a monument. <laughs> uh it's the crisis of multiple Johns. Uh no, I, well, any more than one John is a crisis. Yeah, so. well, that's true. <laughs> How did uh, you do besides that? Anything anything else interesting besides going on uh, a podcast that we get to listen to at some point? No, that's, that, you know, that was about it. I mean, you know, going to the gym, of course, as usual. All right. And uh, trying to get ready for uh, bikini season, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. Yeah, I'll take coronavirus over that image. Thank you. Oh, come on. I'll take, I'll take Ebola virus over it. When we get to, when we get to New York, I'm going to walk around in a Speedo. I thought you knew this already. Uh, Thor wore no Speedo. <laughs> Dave, at this point, there's not going to be a New York Comic Con, so. Also true. <clears throat> oh, there'll be a New York Comic Con. Don't, don't you worry about that. I, I, I'm, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to see. I don't know. If this is still a problem in October, it's like a lot of people are going to be dead. They're just going to be like really sick. Not even really sick. Like you read like, have you read like the symptoms of this virus? Like you get a runny nose and a cough mm-hmm. uh-huh. and a fever. It's like, oh, okay. So unless you're going to die anyway, like you're going to be okay. Well, the, um, was it the, the death, the death rate on this one is in the three percent range. And well. yeah, the death rate of the regular uh, flu is like 0.7% or something. So it's actually quite high compared to other things. Yes, but... Um, Not a gunshot wound. There's a... No, no, the death rate on those is extremely high from what I've heard. There's actually, there's actually a, um, a formula they use when they calculate the life of viruses like this. It's like the FARV equation or something like that. It's like FAV, FAV maybe, something like that. Um, FAVRA. Um, and Sorry. it's, it, 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 it's, you know, it, it's basically, there's a bell curve to it. Like it hits a peak and then mm-hmm. it starts going down the number of cases. And, uh, they were reporting today that the number of cases have dramatically dropped in China at this point. So, you know, or they're not get, telling us it's China for crying out loud. So, and it's a couple of the other countries too. So they're saying that, but they're not saying we're not out of the woods yet because it could peak in the United States still. But, um, but yeah, so I don't think it's, but you know, it's, again, it's it, it started what? In, did it start in January? In yeah, China, as far as we know. You gotta yeah. remember for, the, for this type of this type of flu virus, um, like the Spanish flu of 1918. Yeah, it peaked and then went down, and then the next August it came back with a death rate of like 50 percent. Oh my God! Oh, you were. Well, it's not the it's not the 19th century. Exactly. Like, I, we're better I, at this stuff now. I know. We're a lot better at this stuff now. I know. I, I put it, you know, again, like, this is the history of how, how, that, how that works. And, I, I need to know how much, uh, hand sanitizer and toilet paper have you bought? <laughs> no, I could, I had, I tried. You know that even that recipe for making hand sanitizer uses like, you know, isopropyl alcohol or, or witch hazel or whatever. All of those are sold out on Amazon. So, too. so the thing I love the most 
everyone keeps pointing this out, and it's so true, is the stores keep selling out a hand sanitizer, but not soap. Isn't that great? <laughs> this is how stupid it, we it's are. It's sad is what it like, is. Like, really like, I don't just... actually want to wash my hands. I just want to, like, make them good enough for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what they say? The soap is what actually kills it or exactly. takes it and takes it away. With a hand sanitizer, it inactivates it, but it leaves it on your hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's alcohol-based. It evaporates really quickly, too. So, you know. Yeah. Oh. It's, Wash your damn hands, people. Exactly. That, that's all you gotta do. Wash your hands. And I don't know what you're doing with the toilet paper, people, but I'm a little worried. Yeah, because diarrhea isn't one of the symptoms. Right. Exactly. So you're, you're dropping bombs because of your eating habits, not because of... <laughs> it's because they're eating all that canned food they bought because they've locked themselves in their house. Or they're confused about this coronavirus thing and are loading up on Mexican food. <laughs> uh, or Corona beer. Uh, which can give you the runs. Anyway, uh, I think you're <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get a little bit more news about that in a minute, but, uh, first we got to do social media madness, guys. No, we don't. <laughs> it, it got, it got sick with the coronavirus and died. It's one of those statistics. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> so, so you remember we had talked about last week, I was on the <coughs> Geek World All-Stars podcast crossover episode. And, uh, the, and I hosted it and the topic was who played it best. And you guys kept joking the whole time. That's uh, what we do. What? It's what we do. Yes. Throwing out names of the people who didn't actually play these characters. Um, so, so random Randy Savage took that as an opportunity to say, Hey, I'm actually good for the recasting challenge next crossover. <laughs> you guys spawned something. Are you happy? Yeah. Well, once it starts trending, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so so look for that, people, next time. Um, and people may have noticed that there was an episode uh, released earlier this week, which was the crossover. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, all right. Now, guys, also remember, we talked about She-Hulk and how they haven't cast the main uh, character yet at this point. And uh, we had a couple people chime in with their ideas of who could play her. And, of course, um, Huh Podcast said... Gina, how do you say her last name, JD? Carano. Carano from uh, uh, Mandalorian, of course. That seems to be a lot of people's favorite pick. Um, and then the other options that we were given were, of course, um, Rachel Wise. Yeah. Hmm. But she's a little bit old to play it right now, isn't she? Uh, maybe. I don't I mean, know. I, I hate to say that because it's Rachel Wise and she's amazing. But and that came from uh, Jose Rodriguez uh, on Twitter. And Jeff Hussein said, because I also asked if people were excited about this show, I said, nah, I'm getting bored with these superhero movies. Uh, <gasps> Why the hell are you following us on Twitter? <laughs> that is a good question, because he does follow us. Um, I thought it was someone who just saw the tweet, but no, he follows us. And uh, oh, Jose Rodriguez also said, and I trust Marvel. So, so he trusts them to make a good choice. So we shall see. We shall see, people. Uh, and then finally, the, we had talked about Marvel launching the Ultraman comic, and we had the Ucho Dore Parlay Hour podcast say, I'm taking a wait-and-see approach on this one. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see. It comes out later this year, so we'll see. And then Earthworm Jason just sent us a gif of Power Man. So, awesome. So thank you, Earthworm Jason. All right. See, guys, I kept it short this week because we have something very important to talk about. 
related to social media. We're all going to die. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> no, that's Nerd madness, same difference. <laughs> so everyone remembers that last year we did the first ever Nerd Madness uh, competition where we took four areas of fandom, comics, movies, TV, and anime, picked 16 things from each category, had them go head-to-head on Twitter polls until we got down to the one winner, which happened to be a Humphrey Citizen and his uh, lovely book, uh, The History of Pro Wrestling. The Comics History of Pro Wrestling. Comics History of Pro Wrestling. Sorry, JD. Uh, so we, f- we figured we would repeat that, and maybe we'll get the same success this year. Uh, and, and, of course, Aubrey came on the show to, to collect his no prize. Uh, but this year we're doing a little different, boys and girls. First, we are taking it down to eight from each category because we didn't get done until May, I believe. Long after March Madness had been completed. Yes. So, so hopefully if we take it down to eight, we can get it done at least maybe in the, by mid April. Uh, and we're taking the same categories again. Um, on I am doing TV. JD said he will take movies this year. Ooh, oh boy. John, John is getting anime. Yay! And our good friend D Square has given us a list of comics to use in the comics division. Uh, since he is the comic book reviewer for the, uh, official comic book reviewer for the website. Uh, so we'll start with TV. My eight picks, uh, for this season are Batwoman, the newest addition to the CW lineup. Uh, the Boys, the uh, Amazon Prime original. Brutal. Uh, Watchmen, the HBO series. Uh, the Mandalorian, of course. And, also uh, brutal. Uh, the Witcher. Really awesome. Go ahead. Mm. The Witcher on Netflix, Umbrella Academy, and uh, Black Lightning. Because <laughs> even though Black Lightning started last year, we did not include Black Lightning last year. So I figured we would give him his shot, since now he's also part of the... They've combined the universe, and he's part of the CW-verse proper, so, as part of the crisis. So they are my eight choices, guys. These are not your seeds, though, right? You have not seeded it? I have not seeded it yet. We will okay. We will, We will. will put that together, and, and, and you'll do a nice image like you did last year, and we'll release that on Twitter uh, probably shortly after this episode goes up. <laughs> I... All right, so, J.D., what are your choices for movies? My eight movies of the year. I try to keep it, like, a little genre focused uh-huh. as opposed to all over the place so my pick <clears throat> my picks were avengers endgame spider-man far from home it chapter two. Oh, captain Ooh. marvel yeah john wick three <laughs> oh toy story four. Oh, that's a this good one is, yes what's a good one Toy Story, oh, yeah, Toy Story, Midsommar, another horror movie that was just balls crazy awesome. And even though I didn't see it and probably won't ever see it, I can't deny its its strength this year at the box office and with our community, The Joker. That's Interesting. Huh, that's a different list than I saw on the. On the well, movie. that's because originally that's because I, it wasn't mine. <laughs> I, I I I had I thrown a list together quickly because just for us to discuss because we all did movies together last year but then we JD changed it last minute. Um I am kind of curious with a, with a good idea mind you sir. Well yeah, yeah but it's, it's a much stronger lineup because you, this one this list I'm looking at had Dark Phoenix in and I was pretty sure I could win about with any No, I just I kept, I <laughs> hold on. I, I will say that I kept it comic book focused. Um 
And and I kind of like JD's choices better, except the one horror movie. I I I can't even say that oh, sounds bro. familiar to me. Oh this, bro, you need to go see Midsommar. Oh no, I've heard of this movie. Um, you you leave a changed person. Yes. Um, mostly in a white van where you don't have to worry about where you put your arms when they give you the nice coat. Yes. It's yes, it's cool. yeah, it's balls out, just completely insane. Okay. <laughs> A group of youngins visit a town in Sweden where they have a once, I believe it's every 300-year pagan festival, and it's just like a summer festival. It's like a, it's a day where the sun doesn't set, or it's a time when the sun doesn't set. And so they've managed to make things that are overly lit absolutely horrifying. Interesting. Okay. Don't pee on trees. That's the lesson you come out of that. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. I have a bad feeling we that'll end up being our winner. Uh, okay. It's so good. It's so good. Okay, John, have you come up with your anime list? I have, and I actually surprised myself at um, what I've got to work with. So, uh, cool. <clears throat> I'm going to – actually, I'm going to do this like, as we talk. I'm going to take out the obvious um, My Hero Academia Season 4 because I have – a list of other ones that are actually pretty good. So we have Castlevania season three, uh, which is on Netflix and mm-hmm. the whole series is just unbelievably amazing and gory, um, which is again, unbelievably amazing. Uh, Radiant season two radiant is a, uh, anime that came out a while ago. And I guess they waited on season two for the manga to catch up and season two, turned out to be a surprise because the originals, the first season was, yeah, it was okay. The second season is amazing. So uh, that's one worth checking out. Uh, Inspector is another like surprise. It's ongoing right now. And um, it's uh, about a girl who gets her leg chopped off and her eye gouged out. So she becomes the goddess of wisdom to all of the ghosts. Interesting. Yeah. Um, then there's Demon Slayer. Uh, I, there's no way I could leave this off the list because Demon Slayer is the first anime to have, uh, one of its episodes trending on Twitter. And it won best anime awards on Crunchyroll and probably gonna win a whole bunch of other awards. Um, especially for episode, I think it's, uh, 17, 19, 7, uh, 19. Episode 19 made people cry. Um, some of the best animation ever put to, film it's it's unbelievable you have to see it uh ascendance of a bookworm which is about a little it's an isekai uh jd for, for people like jd that means that it's a person who gets transported to another world but this is a person who likes books and uh, she's transported to a world where books are really rare so this is her attempt to get to the point where she can write books and, and have books around there's darwin's game uh, which is about as balls out crazy as Midsummer. Um, so go see that. <laughs> That's all I can say <laughs> about it. Um, Dragon Prince season three from the makers of Airbender. Um, and, uh, yeah, it finished really strong. Season three is the last season. <clears throat> but for those of you that have seen Airbender, I'll spoil one little thing for you. The main character in Dragon Prince. His his voice actor is the same one as Soka from Airbender, and at one point he sees this, sees this thing in the distance. He's, he looks up and he's like, "Is is it is it Boomerang?" And you know, for people who've seen Airbender, they get that. Uh, and then the last one, <laughs> JD, 
This yeah. one's for you. The name isn't as crazy as you like, but interspecies reviewers. Now, I want you to think about what that could possibly mean. Sounds like Yelp for people who travel the galaxy and looking for dates. <clears throat> nope, it's much worse. Huh. Uh, let me put it this way. So, Funimation uh, bought the series and paid is paying for the, the dubbing and, and um, the anime. And uh, they canceled it after the third episode because the the whole premise is a bunch of guys going out and <clears throat> having uh, relations with all different types of species and they're reviewing them. Huh. We have we we cross our sci-fi with misogyny. Interesting. Well, not, not just misogyny. This is like this is hentai. Well, actually, the problem uh, is the the problem in the anime community is that it's technically hentai. But the storyline is so good, and there are certain situations that make it anime, so there's a big um, talk in the anime community, community about, if, is this really just hentai? Because it's not, doesn't seem like it, but it's not anime because there's lots of sex scenes in it. So it's uh, interesting. Okay. Okay. You, you, you have me frightened, John, and aroused. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, I got some wild cards here, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then D-Square gave us a list. Um, he actually added a couple after he gave me his list of eight. Uh, so I'm actually going to make an executive decision and, and make one change to his list. <gasps> Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh, so, of course, he included House of X. Uh, he did talk about that highly uh, on a recent episode that he was on. Um, and then... Powers of Ten. The... Powers of X. Isn't it Powers of X, actually? Oh, yes. You're right. It's Powers of X. I wrote it down as he was saying it. So, uh, Powers of X. Blade Runner 2019 from IDW. Uh, Life and Death of Toya Harda. Uh, that is a, uh, a story of, um, uh, after the Hiroshima, uh, was bombed in, uh, 1945, it awoken, uh, monsters. So it's kind of a, What's the, the term for that? Keiju. Keiju, yeah, type story. Um, Absolute Carnage, Conan the Barbarian, uh, the relaunch of Black Cat from 2019, and then, um, John, did you just send me something? Um, and, yeah, sorry. I sent you my list. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, what I'm, uh, what was it I was taking, uh, I was saying, okay. And then, uh, Batman Deceased. So he had said, he had put, uh, damned on there the the one shot that uh got a lot of press but then he said deceased was better and i agree it just damned had more press but hmm. we should we should keep on here what we like correct sure, sure. <laughs> all right so there is there is our list of uh comics for 2019 well for 2020 but 2019 so there we go boys and girls um so what does that mean that means that you need to keep an eye on our twitter uh, going forward for the next few weeks or so, where we will have polls going up uh, probably every other day, and you will vote in our head-to-head battles, and the winner will get the famous Superhero Speak No Prize. So if you <laughs> if you would like to learn more about uh, social media madness, our social media, and how to follow us, here is D Square to tell you more. Enjoying the show. Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, 
You can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Alright, so there you go. Now you know where to find all things Superhero Speak and Geek World All-Stars. And on that note, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back. All right, guys. We're going to talk news. Um, John, we had, you had uh, talked about how we're all dying from the coronavirus soon. Yep. Um, so, all just zombies. So, so we have had um, two convention victims of uh, so far this year uh, from the virus. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con has been postponed. Till later this year. It was supposed to be this weekend coming up. Uh, but South by Southwest just flat out canceled the show for this year. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And cause that's huge from my understanding. And I mean, there's probably gonna be a lot of disappointed people, I would think. The, th- the thing that worries me is that, I mean, there's a concentration of people who have tested positive for it over out on that side of the country. But if you look at the current map, uh, we have the same concentration on this side of the country now, too. And the people that normally go to um, Emerald City and C2E2 and all that, um, on the convention route that they're on, they usually swing back around this way for Awesome Con, Great Philly Comic Con, um, I guess, you know, uh, Wizard World, if it still exists. <laughs> <in Philly. laughs> um, <clears throat> but the thing is that, you know, some, some of these uh, creators – uh, artists and others, they, they rely on these things to make a living. And yes. if they miss, like, even one, they're in trouble. And it sucks. Yes, very much so. I mean, that's, that is very true. I have a, I have a very good friend who makes, uh, a lot of money off of these shows every year. Um, and he was still planning to go to Emerald City. And of course, uh, even, even when he heard people were pulling out, he's like, nope, I'm gonna go. And, uh, and they, you know, they changed and, their minds. <laughs> and have you heard, um, this was reported a couple of days ago, DC cancels March Comic Con appearances amid coronavirus. Basically, nobody from DC is going to be appearing at any Comic Con in March. Well, that's probably 
knowing how these shows are run, that's probably 50% true. Like, DC won't officially be making any appearances, but it's up to the individual artists and writers if they want to go to a show. Right. Right. We're actually under contract where they can tell them where and when to go. But, they, yeah, they said, let's see, a DC spokesperson said Tuesday in a statement to the Highwood Reporter, as the health and safety of our employees are always our primary concerns, DC staffers will not be attending conventions right. during the month of March. Right. Staffers. Convent- right. Writers and convent- artists are freelance. Well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see because a lot of artists are pulling out, too. Um, so in future convention events will be evaluated on a case by case basis. Factoring in the latest information from a variety of organizations, including the CDC, WHO, U.S. State Department, and local health agencies. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, I think based on, uh, you know, how this stuff usually goes, I think by the probably by the end of the summer or midsummer, things will start calming down. And, you know, um, the, the thing is, I mean, it all comes down to common sense, right? Like, wash your hands. Don't touch your face too much. Uh, if you've got a cough, cover, and uh, don't run out and buy hand sanitizer and toilet paper, because that's not going to save you. Dave, they just did the opposite of all those things. <laughs> you were saying something about common sense. Amazon.com, you cannot find anything, including the ingredients for homemade sa- hand sanitizer. It's but sure what you can find on Amazon.com. It's a great selection of books. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I mean, it's funny, too, because, like, (laughs) I have seen a couple people walking around with, um, you know, surgical masks on their face. And it's like, you realize that it does more good if you have it to keep you from spreading it to other people than it does to prevent you from getting it. Yeah. You know? um, It's pretty common in Japan to see that. Like, random people walking on the street will have those masks draped over their face. And again, they don't do anything. But... But I am, I like, I am worried because, you know, like the next one we normally cover is the Great Philly Comic Con. Yeah, that's that's in uh, that's in a month from now. And I've heard rumblings from there that you know people might be pulling out. Yeah, they might be. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, well, I yeah, I mean, like, let's let's give it two weeks and see where 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 we're at. I think is is the best way to say it. You know, that's that's my thing. It's I have a wait and see attitude. Like, yeah, if I wake up tomorrow and they say ten thousand people in the United States have this, then I'll start worrying. But I don't think that's going to happen. You got a ninety-seven percent chance of surviving the coronavirus. Yes. Even if you get it, you'll be fine most uh, more times than not. Yes. I'm not. Wash, wash your hands. You know, I think John has the most chance of dying because he is the oldest. True. But it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you're worried. Old man O'Grady's been on death's door for quite some time. He's been cheating the Grim Reaper for too long. Well, mostly because I'm so old, the Grim Reaper, you know, just kind of misses me. You have a debt, <laughs> and he's coming back to collect. <sighs> so people just, just you know, make your toilet paper throne, order um, JD's <laughs> latest books off of Amazon, and sit yep. in your house and read them. You're going to need something to keep you company while Until you're this all blows over. Yes. <laughs> All right, all right. Now on to more uh, interesting news. So the final official trailer for Black Widow dropped today. And uh, have you guys had a chance to look at it yet? I have not, actually. Oh, how about you, John? King and upright. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not how it's supposed to work. So it's, it's, it, you know, 
In my defense, my washer broke last week, and I was trying to get to the point where tonight I had to vacuum it out, and I didn't even get to that because between work and other things, in my defense, I was thinking more about the March Madness. Well, there you go. Oh. No, you can't use that line now, John. (laughs) Well, I was going to just add that now, but okay. Um. Okay, so so what I'll say is, I mean, it really hasn't lessened or increased my desire to see the movie. I still want to see the movie. Um, I'm watching this trailer right now, and it looks very paint by numbers to me. Yeah, it's still got all of this, all of the action sayings that you expect out of an action movie. I made mistakes in my past. Yes, right. They, but they, I mean, if you, know. you if you pay attention, they they reveal a little bit more of what the plot is uh, in this trailer than they have so far. Which I think has been a complaint. It's usually about most Marvel movies too, with their trailers. They don't give anything away, and yeah. it, you know, you get an idea of what's going on now. Um, oh, make mis- make make no mistake. I'm not poo pooing this. I okay. want to see this movie. I, there's nothing that's going to stop me from going to see this movie. Well, so, except the coronavirus, maybe. Okay, there's one thing that may stop me from going to see this movie. <laughs> that's what torrent sirens are for. Sites are for. But, oh. but ser- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. oh. But seriously, um, yeah, I mean, it looks good. I'm watching it in the background too, and uh, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see it because again, we're getting our our female superhero renaissance now. So you know, between this and um, Captain Marvel and all that. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for them to go and do more after this. Oh, I'm hoping that this does well. Taskmaster does a little Wakanda Forever pose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Because we, we want to see more female superheroes, you know? And we need we need the executives to be proven wrong for all these years. Yeah, I mean, that that's one of the things that drives me nuts, because they've already been proven wrong, they just... Didn't, they've never jumped on it. I mean, you know. Yeah, well, because it involves women, you have to hit them over the head quite a few times to get into their head that they were wrong. Perhaps. Um, oh, 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 man, were you just channeling Ben there? Oh, my gosh. What? Ben, the two of us need look no more. <laughs> no. We're not, talking, we're not talking about the rat, are we? No, 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 no not this time. Um, all right, all right. <laughs> Speaking of horror movies, okay. Um, yeah, I don't get it, but okay. Okay, so so anyway, um, so we're all still in. We still want to go see this movie. Some of us want to download it. Um, no, I was kidding. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah, no, you know, we 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 support these creators. We well, we we support the mouse, and only because we're forced to because <laughs> Disney will find us. Um, those are good. Speaking of things that are no joke. <laughs> Christian Bale's acting chops are no joke. Did you know this? I enjoy uh, his work. Yeah. In fact, he's so good he that he's wind chimes. Sorry about that. That's my. It, it, that's my. Uh, Adventureum, you get wind chimes no matter where you are. That, that's it's totally like look. You look in the mirror three times and go, Christian Bale, Christian Bale, Christian Bale. <laughs> I did not. Batman movie? Is that what? Is that how you get a Batman movie? I I. That's I have a ring doorbell and. When red cars go by outside, it sets off the motion detector for some reason. Red um, car? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but it's something about the color red. Sound like my dog. <laughs> anyway, um, see, I've lost the whole thing now. So, Christian Bale, it has been confirmed by Tessa Thompson. He has been cast as the villain. 
for Thor Love and Thunder. So uh, interesting. They two haven't things. said who he's playing yet. Go ahead. I was saying two things. I love that subtitle. Right. Two. Was he playing? Guesses? <sighs> You'll have to explain that one. What? I asked for a guess. I said guesses. Like, said, oh, yeah, guesses. Was, guess. oh, I, I thought that was the name of a character. I'm like guesses. Who's that? Who's that? That's that's a. It's not the weirdest villain name I've ever heard. But as I was saying, guesses. <laughs> um, I don't know because here the thing with that is, um, what Who? what good Thor villains are left that we would care enough for to see in a movie. So, um, it looks like if they're gonna, they're kind of taking a page from the Jason Aaron run of Thor. Uh huh. Perhaps the God Butcher. Perhaps. I saw someone, but I'm like, I don't know how that's the villain. Someone throw out the idea of Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, I don't see him as a villain. Yeah, he's never been, I mean, well, he's probably been a villain, but usually he's the, he's just a hero, right? Yeah. Right. How about Desek? Who? Mm-hmm. Uh, Desek? I don't know. I'm I'm going through his robes galley. I go through his robes. The Christian Bale could like play. I mean, the God Killer makes the most. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean that makes the most sense because it's like. So here's the thing, right? Like, what is the storyline going to be on this? You know, I mean, of course you've got so many people throwing out theories and and ideas. It's like, oh well, this is going to be Natalie Portman taking over for Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Hemsworth is going to walk away from the role. I really don't think that's going to happen. Um, no, not in that no. sense. And again, if you've read the the storyline where she was Thor, it wasn't because she permanently took over. It was the whole cancer thing. Um, so yeah, I, but then again, is it someone who's going to end up being a bigger MCU villain? I'm gonna go with no, because they tend not to do that. Yeah, I mean, like, because it's a it's a Thor movie, not an Avengers movie. I could be wrong, but. I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I think they would have made a bigger deal if Christian Bale was going to be like the next villain. Like if he's Kang, which would be cool. But yeah, but how does Kang fit in with Thor? I don't know. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Uh, I just think I, I'm just feeling he's a villain for this movie. Yeah, he's a Revengers villain. Oh, wait, that that was something <laughs> Thor made up in the last movie. Um, Yeah, I don't I like I really I really can't think of anyone that I would want to see. That would fit with the whole um, Jane Foster taking over storyline as well, you know? Which, how do you make that work without Odin, since they killed off Odin? I don't know. Dark Matter? <laughs> it seems to be what they use when they need to do Ex Machina. So no, that's just... DC. <clears throat> what? No, that's... Dark Matter? Wasn't Dark Matter? Uh, no, no, you're right. That's antimatter in in DC. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's Dark Matter in the Marvel universe. <laughs> I mean, anything's better than Malak, right? Malakith. Malakith, yeah, from the Dark World. Malakith's a cool character, but Chris, uh, uh, was it? Gosh, you played him. Eccleston. Thank you. Christopher Eccleston was just kind of like, uh, I want a car. I want a new boat. <laughs> kind of phoned it in a little bit. I guess I wonder if that was when Eccleston was still going through his his um, eating problems and all that because it just came out you know very recently that he was you know he was talking about it now and he wasn't in a really good place for a while it's part of the reason why I left Doctor Who after one season I forgot about that if that was a thing maybe hmm. yeah could be he was just cranky hmm. <laughs> he does strike me as cranky yeah well. Hey, Pearl Jam just canceled their North American tour because of the uh, the virus. They canceled their entire tour. 
The first leg of the North American okay. tour. Okay. Okay. Good. Ah, here we are. Your live coronavirus updates, everyone. That's what um, I'm doing. Giving you the the down low on when you're going to die. The answer <laughs> soon. All right. So so we'll leave it to you, audience. Who do you think Christian Bale's playing, and who would you want him to play? And what villain makes sense to be involved with the Jane Foster becoming Thor storyline? Or is it just Patrick Bateman? Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Do you do you do you cast Christian Bale just to play? It was a joke. Okay. That was the character's name in American Psycho. Oh, I'm thinking of um. Who was I thinking of? Damn it. I don't know. You you guys are the Marvel people, so I don't know. I was thinking of like, I was thinking of like a side character from like an old uh, Thor comic, and I can't think who it was now. Okay, yes, you're right. Well, there you go. That would be a good villain. I was about Mr. to ask if you like Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins? No, so you, you, never, you never saw American Psycho, did you? No, no. Uwe Lewis in the news. No, he says Phil Collins too. Oh, okay, he goes had a whole, that... a whole Genesis diatribe. Yeah, you're right. right. I've never seen American Psycho. It's a good movie. That's right, but the whole that, the whole scene in the living room is when he was talking about. Um, uh, he, do, he he does Huey Lewis. He does Phil Collins at the very end. That's right. Like yes. yeah, yeah. Oh my Phil god. Col- Phil Collins would be a good villain for Thor. John, do yourself a favor and go watch American Psycho. Um, <laughs> I think you'd like it, John. Huh. All right. I'm putting it on the list. So do you know, guys, there's a whole vein of storytelling that uh, a platform, uh, not platform, but uh, uh, a story where. There must be a whole host of wonderful ideas that haven't been touched on yet. No. Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Apparently, uh, Taiko Watiti is not only making one, but two animated series based on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for Netflix. Like a 300 page book? (sighs) I guess. I can't remember. It's, it's, you know, I mean, it's probably fairly long. Mm. And, uh, well, oh, yeah, well, 300 isn't that long. And, uh, well, there were a there, couple of books. There, there, so. there are a couple of books. The 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 glass elevator and then yep. um, I think there's one more after that. Uh, well, once one of the series is going to uh, focus mainly on the Oompa Loompas and their time in Loompa Land. I have zero interest in that because oh, that's something we've always wanted oh, a whole oh. show based on, right? <laughs> did 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 they work with Han Solo back then? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. It's just, ow. I mean. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, and how many more times do you tell the story of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as well? Like, what do you do when you run out of ideas? <laughs> oh, oh, good. I, 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 I just, yeah, I saw I, that and I was just like, <laughs> what are they smoking over at Netflix? Weed. They, they're but not like, smoking, uh, snorting, you know. <laughs> If I had time, I could do a little song. But I mean, like, I don't know. It's just, and I like Taika Waititi, but he has kind of like become the go-to guy for these things. And like, whether these movies are these series, I guess, actually happen, it's a different story. But I mean, I don't know. We saw it. Like, you're just not going to surpass the Gene Wilder thing. Like, Johnny Depp couldn't even do it. Yeah. Like, it's okay to let things lie. Like, we haven't tried to remake The Wizard of Oz. So, I saw oh, an article. I just, I just spoke that into existence, didn't I? Oh yes. God! Why did you say that? And, um, Have you? Did you ever see the uh, the Return to Oz? Yeah, that was cool, man. That's one of those mid '80s things that probably shouldn't have been made, but uh-huh. they just let it squeak out. And Disney went, "We've let this thing out," and they've just kind of quietly forgotten that it's ever happened. That and like Black Cauldron, same kind of a same aesthetic. Uh, yeah, I mean, but it's just like 
like, oh my god, this is not the movie no. <laughs> from when I was a kid. Well, I mean, I was a kid in the 80s, but, you know, this isn't what we watch on Easter. <laughs> no, it's very, very different. It's messed up. It's quite good. Yeah. There was, a, there was another Oz, Oz one that they just, a series that they just did, like, what, a couple of years ago, wasn't there? Raimi made a, a prequel that was useless and, for, and best left forgotten. Uh, yeah. No, this was a sequel, but, hmm. I'll go look it up. I forget. Some, somebody thinks. No, wait, wait. That show Oz is, has nothing to do with the wizard. Oh, yeah, that's much different. Not that one. <laughs> that is not. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Let me see if I can find it. I know. I know that. I know that. Uh, what was the. What was that actress? But, but you know what? I will say if they told me they were making an animated series based on the Wizard of Oz today, I would think is a little more acceptable than no, I'm with you. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Just because, you know. You can do a good kids cartoon, ten episode cartoon based on that story, um, and and a lot of the, the you know a lot of those kinds of lessons I think can still hold true today. But yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. And do they and do they overly PC it as well? I mean, Roald Dahl's kind of not a very PC creator, so I don't. This is gonna be interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be good, but it's going to be interesting. You know, that being said, Taika Waititi is super talented, and he'll find something to make it interesting, depending on if he's actually working out or if he's just going to slap his name on it as a producer and kind of ignore what happens. Well, then I – because I also wonder that, too. Like, did they say, oh, we have an idea to do a Charlie and a Chocolate Factory uh, series. Would you want to do it? Did he turn around and go, only if I can also do a Noopa Loopa series? Like why two at once? You know, like do he might one. have an he might have an idea. He might have a take. I don't know. I, I don't know. Think, he did a good. I don't know. I mean, that's the whole thing. I think someone had to have had an idea because you know, was it or was it they had the Oompa Loompa idea, but they went, how do you make that work by itself without the references to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? So do we have to develop both? But I don't know. You think you do one if it's successful, then you spin off the other. So we need a so wait a minute. We need to remake a movie to serve as a prologue to a prequel. Yes. Oh god, that's so complicated. <laughs> we have to remake a movie to serve as a prologue to a to a prequel. That is. The I, just world right now. I just you summed just, up Hollywood. I just summed up Hollywood. Exactly. <laughs> yes, you did. This is what every executive in Hollywood talks about right now, all the time. And they all make more money than me. Uh, not remember? for long, not for long, given the number of books you're writing for crying out loud. You gotta sell a lot more of them, but yes. Well, that's what the virus is for. That's true. Do your, do your thing, virus. Do your thing. Wait, it could either lock people in their houses and they read it, or that creates less people to read it. Hey man, as long as they buy and the clears, uh, check clears Amazon, I'm good. <laughs> as long as the check clears. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I can't. Right. Yeah. Did you find your animated series yet, John? No, no, it wasn't an animated series, and I swear Una Champlin was in it, but she's not, so I'm not sure who. I'm not sure what I'm thinking of, but it was a live action series, <clears throat> and it was really whacked out, and I can't, I can't remember where where I saw it. It's not Emerald. I don't think it's Emerald series. Uh, are you sure Emerald you're? City. Are you sure you're not thinking of Return to Oz? Because I used to share that on TV. Yeah, but this was done in the last ten years, and Return to Oz was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Raimi, Raimi did a remake, not a remake, but a prequel in like 2011. Sam Raimi, and it wasn't very good. It was it, uh, 
what's his face from uh the guy from scrubs no i was thinking of the the wasn't it the guy from um played harry uh osborne in the oh um, you're right you're right they're both in it uh uh uh, defranco yeah well yeah james defranco right yeah yes yeah yes so is that what you're thinking of john I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to see it. Oh my god. Okay. Not great. Uh, man, this this really went off the rails. And speaking of uh, going <laughs> off the rails, um, it's a very slow news week. Speaking of being trapped in your house and wanting something to read, if you don't get the JD books, um, coming out coming out this summer, uh, Star Wars has announced, or Lucasfilm and and Disney has announced what the next big thing for Star Wars is going to be. More Han Solo? <laughs> what? Uh, it is Star Wars High Republic. It'll be a uh, coordinated effort between novels, young adult novels, and comic books, uh, telling the story of the Republic 500 years before The Phantom Menace. Hmm. So it's a prequel to the prequel. It's very Jedi-focused. Uh, it's It's Jedi... A lot of it, the the background is Jedi fighting like space pirates, um, and apparently they've got a bunch of stuff planned to tell these stories. Any interest in this I don't idea? Know. I don't know. Um, space pirates, I believe those they become the Sith. Don will correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm not feeling it right now. But I gotta, maybe I gotta read something or, or get hyped up for it a little bit more. But I don't know. Yeah, tentative. I. I, I... <laughs> Depends on what they do with it, but it's it's really hard to do these kinds of things because I, even if it's 500 years in the past, it's like you know how it's all going to turn out anyway. <laughs> I think you he's know? right. I think he's right though. Narratively, what kind of stakes do you have when you know? I mean, 500 years is a lot that can happen in 500 years, but you kind of I don't trust them not to to just keep doing the wink and a nod yeah. to everything that happens 500 years later. And in that case, I know what happens. Well, so this was my thought when I heard the announcement um, that is this some kind of new ploy uh, to test the idea out in other mediums um, that they know Star Wars fans like? I mean, the comics sell well and the, and the novels sell well. Is it to test the idea out, see how the fans react, and then turn it into either an animated series or a, a movie? Could be. But yes. And- but, That's what they are. They're they're kind of they're IP farms. These things like you kind of test shit out. I don't know. Like, but but you're right though. Like, are they going to say like did someone come up with this idea and they said to the people like writing the books and the the comics like this is the basic background. Write whatever story you want within this and uh, do what you want. Or is it here's the idea. Here's where we want it to start and here's where we want it to get to and then here's where we want it to end. So that we can have the wink and the nods included, you know. How much freedom do you think these writers are given? Uh, I don't know. Probably not a whole lot. That's kind of my vibe. <laughs> I mean, I think even the the people on the Marvel movies have more latitude than these guys will have. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I just this isn't grabbing me. Like when Shadows of the Empire got released, granted I was a lot younger, I was really excited because we hadn't had anything in so long. But now I feel like we've got so much Star Wars content. It's just like it's I don't know. It's not exciting to me anymore. It's it's we have so much Star Wars content, content, but it all revolves around the same group of people and the same family. 
that's yeah. what I've been saying. And that's what the problem, I think, is. If they open themselves up in this universe to something else, I'm, I might be interested. But how much can they do? If this is a prequel, how much of that can they do? I have no right? idea. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, if you do what they did in Man, I know you didn't like Mandalorian around that much, but um, you're in the vast minority on that one. But I think that if they do something similar where there's stuff that's familiar, but not – like if it's – if the world feels lived in, but you provide us something new but familiar enough, I think people will like it. But I just yeah. don't trust them to, to contain themselves. It, yeah, if they, if they keep the scope down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's saying. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you can tell me a story about some Jedi – like if you give me like a – okay, um, I'm spitballing here. Give me like – the quest for the Holy Grail with Jedi, like like King Arthur's quest for the Grail. If you do something similar to that with a bunch of Jedi that have to fight space pirates, I'm in. That's different. That's cool. Right. You know, but if you're just going to go, you know, this is um, Mark Skywalker and, <laughs> you know, his and friend. And great-grandfather of a Wookiee. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he just, we, we have the prototype C-3PO right here, 3PC guy. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't, then I have, I have no interest in that. Like, well, see, and that's the stuff I wonder too, right? When, if you're saying you go back 500 years, um, what's, is the technology any different than what we've seen? And it has to be because even in the span of the prequels to the sequels, you can see the technology having like, like, um, you know, X-Wings were invented within that time. Well, it's like what I like. What I like about the prequels, not that you got to mention it, but what I like about the prequels to the sequels is that the 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 X wing equivalents in the prequels looked almost like slick nineteen forties cars. And by the yeah. time you get to the actual movies, they're like utilitarian jeeps. You know, they're just for getting around. They're kind of uglier, like which is a good nice little thing about cars in the eighties and late seventies. Right. You know. So I think that you have to have, like I said, like that's why I use the Arthur like the Arthur conceit. It's like if you give me something like that. Where like the the technology and the feel is maybe a little more medieval, maybe something similar to that. I could, I could do it. But they would have to, they would have to have had much less ability to travel around the galaxy so easily, you know? Right. Like, and that's <laughs> that's kind of what I was getting at too. One of the things um, that was so disappointing from the Enterprise Star Trek Enterprise television show is. Oh. The show was supposed to be like, oh, this is them first exploring space with a with a starship, and like within the first few episodes, boom, here's phasers, boom, here's this. Like there was no struggling to to figure out that technology, you know. And then by the time you got to the second season, they, it felt like you were watching the original series. Like I don't want that, you know. I want to see a story where, you know, maybe the lightsabers were were very different. Maybe they weren't plasma swords but a sword that had energy go through it you know um i don't know maybe regular guns instead of blasters i just want to see some differences that's what right. i'm interested in. like show me a show me a world that's familiar but different, but different. Yeah. you know you know what route they could take and it's it's kind of a tried true thing that a lot of science fiction books can do is like yes this is 500 years ago but between then and now there was this huge interregnum where we lost a lot of technology and things got restarted. So, you know, they could do a lot of wicked stuff and then claim it gets wiped clean so that they're not actually messing with the um, progression of technology and, and stuff in the current series. 
there's precedence for that. Yeah. The Middle Ages. There you right. go. But but I'm not suggesting they use that, and by by suggesting that they probably will use that. But you know, <laughs> again, again, I I am fully on board with what JD is saying. If if they keep it to storylines that are just cool storylines about that are character driven, and you know, and the scope is kept very very narrow, so that they're not doing the whole this will affect the entire galaxy thing, so that we're you know wondering why in Star Wars we never heard of it. Um, then you know it could it could work. To be fair, 500 years ago, so we're talking 1500s. Like it's not like the War of the Roses is, plays a big part in our daily life, but at the time it was pretty important. So I got nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you make a good point. Yeah. Um, until they come out with more, we really there's you know all of this is going to be just speculation until we have something solid to work on. Then right. we can really then we can really hit them hard on how bad it is. I'll keep an eye out for those comics, definitely. Um, and uh, that's it for the news, but breaking social media madness. Oh, for crying out loud. Timothy Jones, uh, creator of Sour Grapes, a uh, friend of the show, uh, just tweeted to us in regards to who should play um, She-Hulk. He said, if they have her as She-Hulk all the time, like the comics, then I'm thinking RuPaul in green makeup. Huh. You interrupted the show for that one. <laughs> to which the wizard replied uh, of gif of RuPaul saying "Shashay away." So yeah, yes, yes, I did because we love Timothy and and his uh, wonderful humor. You're better than that, Tim. You're better than that. <laughs> no, he's not. He'll sink as low as he needs to go. We elevate people. We bring them up when we want their work to elevate. We don't bring them down. Rising True. tide and all that bullshit. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, do you guys have any recommendations for our audience this week? Uh, tell you what, I mean, if if you're if you're bold enough and uh, you can hand and you can and your stomach can handle it, check out Interspecies Reviewer. Um, oh, besi- besides I'm good. that, I'm besides good. besides that, um, Death Battle did uh, <laughs> War Machine versus Genos on YouTube. Um, Genos being from One Punch Man. So go ahead and check that out. That should be pretty cool. How about you, JD? You got anything? I finally, last night, I stayed up and watched the last three episodes of Watchmen. Uh-huh. And boy, was that a good show. They really stuck the landing. Like, I had I had zero interest in this when it was announced, when it was coming out. But I'll be honest with you. Damon Lindelof, who, who strikes out quite a bit when he goes big did a far better job than DC did when they did their Watchmen sequel story. This is, but this is like really good. And like, there's a lot of people don't like the end of the Watchmen comic. They redeem it. Yes, they really do. Yeah. They they tied it in to the after comics too, right? Regarding. No, 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 no. This is a sequel to Watchmen. Well, I I know, but I, I had heard that, Dr. Manhattan, what happens with him actually ties into the DC, um, the DC Doomsday Clock thing. It might. I'm not reading Doomsday Clock, so I have no idea. But I know that the stuff they released six, seven years ago, the After Watchmen, I I read a few of those and none of those really did anything for me because they're standing on the shoulders of giants. And this one does a great job. Like they didn't, they told a different story in a, like we just talked about with Star Wars. They took a familiar world 
and even this case, even more ambitious because it's familiar in a different medium. Like this is not a sequel to the 2009 movie. Right. Like they make fun of it the whole time. And True. they, they do a sequel to the comic, but play it out like it was movie taking place 30 years later that has nothing to do with the original story other than some of the characters, some of the characters are familiar and right. you live in a world without Dr. Manhattan. So you think, but it's good. Man. <laughs> it's really, it's really, really good. It's a very important story with the subject matter that I think needed to be told in this day and age. And uh, man, I highly recommend it. It surprised me how much I enjoyed it. Huh. Cool. Fair enough. I, 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 I second that recommendation just because if you haven't watched it and you want to vote for it in Nerd Madness, you should watch it. At least I'm, go- I'm going to. <laughs> um, I will. I will now recommend. Make sure you go to superheroespeak.com. Check out the podcast every week, plus uh, movie, uh, comic book reviews and news and plenty of other things. You can also see where to follow us on social media, like Twitter, because again. Look for hashtag nerd madness uh, to participate in those p- upcoming polls. Um, and I will also say that I think people, uh, anyone who like me has suffered a loss, uh, should definitely check out the podcast Love and Grief. Um, it's it's a really good show. She does a great job of uh, interviewing people and having them share their stories, and and it it helps. That's all I can say. So on that note, boys and girls, I will say as always. Thanks for listening. Don't let your cape get caught in the door. Have a good week.